From Meta ending their Instagram Reels play bonuses to the potential of TikTok getting banned, there's been no shortage of content creation, monetization, drama on the internet these past couple weeks. And regardless of when you're tuning into this episode, I want you to know that it's totally possible to make a good living doing what you love and creating content. So let's talk about five different paths to six-figure success as a content creator. The first method that I want to talk about is selling digital products. Now, digital products can refer to a number of different things. Probably the most common and the thing that we're all the most used to is an online course, but you could also create something like an ebook or a challenge or a community, or if you're maybe an artist, maybe you're selling prints of your art, printables, downloads, worksheets, things like that. Basically, a digital product is just a product that lives on the internet. It's not something that you'll actually be shipping and fulfilling. It's not a physical product. And this is a really cool thing to think about because, well, your audience is already super online. If you are a content creator, if you have built up a community, you're talking to people who know how to use the internet, who've probably purchased digital products from other creators before. So this won't be this completely new, foreign, confusing process for them to start with. The other reason I really like digital products is because it doesn't require you to have a ton of space in your home or office. You don't need to house any inventory like you might for t-shirts or books if you're manually shipping them out. And they're also relatively low lift and sometimes passive. Now, I think it's really important to note that I say sometimes passive. They're certainly not always passive. There are courses that are totally evergreen and passive for me, but I also have courses that I'm live teaching and live coaching and also just what goes into marketing and selling a course or a digital product is a lot. So I don't want to say it's fully passive, but it certainly does not require the same level of, you know, touch points as you might have with a service, like serving a social media management client, for example, where you're posting daily, you're getting on meetings with your clients, you're going out and pitching for clients and so on. For me, digital products have been a growing part of my business. Really, since I've had a business, I created my first course, I think it was about six years ago. And I started that course just because a lot of my audience, they were asking me, you know, for more details, really, really in-depth screen shares, demos, all the secrets, all the tea, basically. And I was happy to share it, but some of the videos and some of the, you know, details that I had to go over didn't really make quite as much sense to post on YouTube. So I decided to put them on a course website. I personally use Thinkific, uploaded my videos there and charged a small fee for that. Now, over the years, that income stream has grown and really snowballed to the point where digital products make up the actually the largest percentage of my income today, which has been really cool because it's enabled me to be able to spend more time creating content for my audience, which really works on this, you know, cyclical pattern in that if I create more content, I give more value, I impact more lives, I build a bigger following, well then in turn my services and my products sell better as well. So that is definitely something that you can do. And I recommend starting, you know, starting to think about sooner rather than later, even if you don't feel like you have a huge audience to start with, when you do find those people who really love what you're saying and really just want to pay you, you know, they want to work with you in some way, you're gonna have in that description box or in that link in bio, something that they can purchase from you. If you are not sure where you wanna start, but you are interested in digital products, I do actually have a free 
class that's all about getting started with digital products. It'll help you understand what type of digital product you should create and those first beginning steps to actually getting a digital product created and launched. So I will be sure to leave that in the show notes for you all if you want to check that out. But just to paint a picture of how you could actually make this six-figure income with digital products, let's say that you choose to launch a $50 course. A $50 course, I did the math, would mean that you would need to make about 167 sales per month, which we could do the math on that per, per week, which would be about 41 sales, 42 sales per week. So you have to take a look at your numbers in terms of views and all of that and see if you think that would be realistic. Because of course we know that 100% of our audience isn't gonna buy everything that we create. So take a look at your averages and see if maybe, you know, could you convert 5% or 10% of your audience every month or every week to reach that goal? Now, if you launched a course or sold a, a product, some type of digital product at $100, well, then you would only need to make 84 sales per month, which is about 21 sales per week. So when you break it down like that, it seems a lot more realistic. And of course, this is just assuming that you're only relying on digital products to make your income. So in most cases, it is totally doable. And I think it's a great, a great option to try at least. The second way that you can make a six figure income from your content creation business is by offering a service. So if you are already building up an authority in your space, meaning that people come to you for advice, they are, you know, respecting your opinion on things. They're asking you for help with things. There's a good chance, depending on what it is, there's a good chance that you can actually do some work for them and be paid for it. So number one, consulting or coaching, those are two slightly different things, but they are very much things that you can be paid for. And if your inbox, your Instagram DMs or your email inbox or TikTok DMs or whatever are constantly full and you are sitting there and responding to those questions, you know, when you're building a community, respond, build those relationships, but it's gonna, there's gonna come a certain point where you do need to be paid for that expertise. So something that you could easily start doing is just offering consulting calls and say, hey, I'd be happy to answer these questions for you. Hop on a quick Zoom call. Here's my booking link and send over an invoice for whatever number feels right to you. A lot of people charge, you know, to start out, they might charge $100 for a coaching call, maybe $50 if you're really, really new and you're not that confident in doing it yet. But consultants can charge up to, you know, $1,000 a coaching call, just depending on how high level your expertise is, how experienced you are, and all of those things. I personally started offering coaching calls in a, in a similar way in that I was just getting way too many questions. I get, you know, I don't know, probably about 50 questions a day if I had to guess between my inboxes on social and email. And unfortunately, I just don't have the time in the day to respond to all of them. I try to respond to some, but especially when they are very specific to that person's unique situation. I just, I can't get that deep, you know, just by texting back. So that's really how I started offering coaching calls. That's definitely something that you can do as well. Another thing, of course, that you could do is what I call done for you work or freelance work. So this is really where I got my business started. I started as a freelance social media manager and a lot of my clients, really my first high quality, long-term clients came to me through 
YouTube. So create content, you know, around the topic that you want to offer a service in, or if you're already a content creator and you're doing it the reverse, think about what service you could offer that's related to the topic that you're talking about. So if you talk about, you know, graphic design trends or building a brand, maybe you can actually offer graphic design services or consultations or critiques or even something that's in an aligning space like social media management. Once they've gotten their brand built, maybe you offer to come in and do their social media. I've got a ton of resources all about social media management on my YouTube channel. So I'll be sure to link some really good starting points for you in the resources as well, if that's something that you think you might be interested in. And the magic number for services, if you wanna hit that six figure mark, is 8,333 or 34 if we want to round up dollars. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So you can break that down. Packages, of course, are going to vary widely depending on exactly what it is that you're offering, but make sure to keep that number in the back of your head if that six-figure number is indeed your goal. Okay, now another thing that you can think about doing, this one is one that I have only slightly dabbled in, but you could consider selling physical products. We talked about digital products. Of course, those are products that live online. Well, as you can imagine, physical products are those that are tangible, that live in the real world. Like I said, I have only dabbled in physical products. I created a coloring book with my mom, which was really just a passion project for fun. And I also created a journal, it's for coaches. Those are both sold through Amazon KDP. So this is something that I can speak to if you're looking to create something that doesn't take up a huge space in your home, that doesn't require you to get a warehouse. Self-publishing books is a way to sell a physical product without having to physically ship them out or hold them in your home. So I actually have a YouTube video all about the process of how I got my first journal published. I'll link that for you as well as a starting point. Now I will just freely admit that I have not made six figures from my self-published books. They were really just things I wanted to do and just passion projects. I don't really talk about them much or promote them, but I could absolutely see you scaling this if I was you know, publishing multiple books a year and if I was actively promoting it through my content, I could absolutely see how you could make a full-time income from it. Now, with that said, the self-publishing stuff in general can be a little tricky because you only get a percentage of what is sold. So I think my books are, you know, $15 or something like that. Well, I only get, you know, I think maybe $5. I don't quote me on that, but it's not a lot because the rest is going to go to Amazon and the costs for them to publish it. And of course their profit on it as well. So do keep that in mind, but there are lots of other types of physical products that you could create. We can look to creators who have done it successfully. One of my favorite creators that I've been watching for years, her name is Estee Lalonde, and she has a really successful kind of skincare, self-care bath and body 
kind of line, which is fascinating. I have no idea how she went about getting that created, but absolutely, if that's something you're passionate about, cosmetics, beauty, skincare, that's something that a lot of creators in the beauty space, the lifestyle space have done and done successfully. So these are all things that you can keep in mind, just depending on who your target audience is, who watches you and what they would like to own and purchase from you. I feel like this one just isn't talked about enough. It's affiliate marketing. Affiliate marketing sometimes can come across as like a little bit spammy or scammy. And I think sometimes that's why I hesitate to talk about it, but you certainly can make a good chunk of change from doing this. So let me explain how it works. Essentially, you work with a brand, you find a brand that you like, you see if they offer an affiliate program, you get a custom link, or sometimes it's a custom code that basically indicates you know, where that sale originated from. And if I say, hey, everyone, go check out this product, this course, you know, anything like that, and you use my link or my code, I'll get a little percentage of that sale. And the cool thing is it doesn't charge my audience any extra. It is charging the brand. The brand is picking up the cost of that because they're basically saying thank you because I'm essentially acting as a salesperson for the brand. This can be a great way to work with brands and sell things if you haven't had the time to, you know, develop a skincare line or put together a course or create some type of service that you're going to sell. I mean, that does take work and time and effort and energy, expertise, all the things. So in that in-between time, or if you just don't feel like doing that, Affiliate marketing can be a great way to be able to sell things that are going to be beneficial to your viewers without having to actually make anything, store anything, ship anything yourself. As with any brand work though, you do want to make sure that you are choosing your affiliates carefully. I would never, never, ever, ever recommend something to my audience that I don't love, that I don't believe in, and that I do not regularly use myself. Sometimes this can be a tough pill to swallow if affiliate commissions are high. I mean, I have been offered so many different AI tool affiliate programs, and I just haven't had the experience, haven't had the time to look into them deeply enough and really vet them to see if I think they're ethical or if they really work. So I, even if they're gonna be offering me 50 or $100 per sign up. I'm saying no, at least no for now, but probably no in general. Like I said, the brands that I'm an affiliate for are ones that I use every day, at least every week, like HoneyBook. HoneyBook has a great affiliate program and I have made quite a bit actually because I have showed you all, many of you, the power of HoneyBook and a lot of you use it and love it. And that makes me super happy that you found something that works for you. And of course it's great that it does get me paid a little bit. I also have a Flowdesk affiliate link. So Flowdesk is my email platform of choice. Same deal there. I've made a good chunk of change from that and have just been you know, able to tell you freely, hey, here's what I do for my email platform. Here's why you should try it. No pressure, but if you use this link, I'll get a little, a little cut for that. Another big one is the Amazon affiliate program. I know a lot of lifestyle creators in particular, or even like niche creators, like um, food creators, you know, recipes, things like that, beauty, fashion that use Amazon affiliate links and make a whole lot. I mean, a that is where all of their income comes from. I don't link a ton of Amazon products personally. I do have an affiliate account and I do make a little bit from it, but it's definitely not six figures there, but it's, it's certainly possible. Okay. And then speaking of brands, working with brands as partners, as sponsors 
is another great way to make that six-figure income. Now, I'm putting it last just because I think it is one of the more challenging ways to get started if you are a smaller creator. These first four ways don't really have a requirement in terms of audience size. In most cases, you can kind of get started whenever. Of course, if you're reaching less people, the chances of, you know, selling 100 digital products a month might be a little bit lower, but you certainly have the ability to start whenever. Working with brands does require you to have something of a following. Now, I will say that follower count is one of the least important numbers these days. It used to be that it was everything. If you had 100,000 subscribers or a million subscribers, you were royalty in the content creation world. But what we're seeing now is that brands are actually paying a lot more attention to numbers like engagement rate to see how much of your audience is actually there. Like, is anybody home? Is anybody responding to what you're putting out instead of just clicking subscribe and, and abandoning you essentially? So you want to make sure that you are keeping your audience engaged if you want to work with brands and that you are pulling data for that. Meaning that, you know, if you're sending out an email newsletter that you know what your average open and click rate is. So when a brand asks you about that, you can easily give that to them. For platforms like YouTube, even just using tracking links in your description box will be able to give you a little bit more of an accurate view of how much of your audience actually clicks in that description box. Even if it's just for something free, like a free webinar or a newsletter sign up that you have, you'll be able to have that information. So when you have those conversations with brands, you can let them know, Hey, I get like a hundred clicks average per video or whatever that number might be for you. And there are a lot of different ways that you can get started working with brands. If you want to take the outreach method and introduce yourself to brands, you absolutely can pitch them. You're going to need what's called a media kit, which is basically a resume for content creators that has a little snapshot of who your audience is. And again, some of those numbers like engagement rate and email open rate, if you have a newsletter, things of that nature, you'll just need to find the right contact, reach out to them and say, Hey, I am a creator in your niche. And I would love to collaborate and learn more about any opportunities that you have coming up. But you can also do things to make yourself more approachable as a creator, like having an email address in your Instagram bio so that it's easy for them to tap. Same thing, I have an email address listed in my description box always so that brands can contact me that way. On YouTube, there's also kind of an about section. It's like your bio, basically YouTube's equivalent of that. I make sure that my email address is in there. Another thing, if you are open to doing local partnerships, having your location readily available for people is helpful too. When I was more into that world, doing like events and things like that, I had just that I was a Michigan creator listed in my Instagram bio and made it really easy for events, people and PR companies to find me. So lots of things that you can do to make yourself more approachable. And of course, just be professional. It doesn't mean that you can't be yourself. That is why brands want to work with you is for your personality and your unique spin on things. But of course, like you don't want to be trashing brands or just being super inappropriate unless like you want to work with super, I don't know, uh, risque brands, I suppose. Oh, and if you want to learn more about influencer marketing, I will list a video and podcast interview that I did with my friend Nina, who actually has a course all about pitching to brands. And we have a discount link and stuff like that for you in that video as well. So you can learn more there. All right. So those are five different ways that you can make six figures as a content creator. I'm curious, 
Which of these methods are you currently using or are you thinking about using? I'd love to know. And again, I will leave all of those resources in the show notes. I've got a ton for you on really each of these topics. So be sure to check that out. And I really hope this was helpful. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll talk to you in next one. Bye.